Okay, Brainiac. Hey, I've been really into comic book heroes lately. Oh, yeah? yeah? Like, uh, Brainiac? Isn't Brainiac a comic book villain? Yeah, or? he is. No, I guess I don't know anything about well, Brainiac. Well, I mean, if you're going to be into okay. comic book heroes, you have to be into comic book villains, too. I mean, what's the damn point otherwise? <laughs> It's the Doom to Fail podcast. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, it's the lady at the very center of the universe from her perspective, Catherine Coder. Thank you. Isn't it Wilkoman? I mean, the poor pronunciation? The English person's pronunciation? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you might know it better than me, really. Well, I am a big Broadway musical fan, and Wilkoman is how they say it in Cabaret. Oh, I see. Is that set in Germany? Uh, I think so, but they say it in German, French, and English. They say everything in German, French, and English. Oh, I see. Yeah. Sure. Well, we 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 graciously await our listeners' uh, corrections on pronunciation. Send them too. I will only accept it if it's in the phonetic alphabet. So, Catherine. Yo. Today, we're getting very excited. Moderately excited. We're gonna go to the fair. Okay. A little excited. I mean, fairs aren't that great. I when think you get you're a little bit more excited than I am, but I'm happy to go with you because you're my dear friend. That's a good way to approach the fair, I think. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess I can just put on some sunblock and a big hat, and I don't know. I don't have to go on all the rides, so it'll be okay. <laughs> Maybe get like one really gross piece of food that was fried. Fried too much Oreo. Call it a day. Have you had that? Is that is that Have something? I? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's weird that it exists, even while you're eating it. Uh, it's very good. You know, regular Oreos are sort of weird they exist, even while you're eating it. So fried ones are even weirder. It. Yeah, the whole thing makes me very uncomfortable, actually. Y- yeah. 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 I like to eat just a plain gruel. Get me through the morning. <laughs> It's a nice bowl of dirt. <laughs> yeah, there's everything you need yeah. in there. Uh, carbon. Magnesium. Manganese. Mm-hmm. Silicon. Both the M elements. All of the M's. <laughs> it's a complete meal. Aluminum. Sort of. Um. Rocks. Tons of rocks. That would be good if you were a bird, you know? Oh, yeah. Birds eat rocks, they don't eat, they? They eat the rocks and, yeah, it goes in their gullet and it helps kind of digest stuff because they don't have uh, teeth, I guess. I guess. They just sort of, like, eat things whole. You ever watch a duck eat? Uh, well, I mean, I fed it bread. It seemed to be chewing it up a little bit. Did you give it, like, like a huge hunk of bread, though? It seems like ducks sort of just sort of, like, throw it back. <laughs> no, like thank you. college kid at a drinking contest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't send it back though. They throw it back down their down their gullets. So we're at the fair. <laughs> yep, Eating and we're gonna ducks. ride the Ferris wheel. Oh, okay. That's our topic for today: Ferris wheels. That was. Do you know? Do you know uh, what the Ferris wheel is named for? Uh, a guy named Ferris. Ferris Bueller. 
<laughs> it's uh, yeah, Matthew Broderick. I'm funny. Uh, interestingly enough, it was a uh, that is a Chicago movie, is it not? It is. It is, in fact. It's it's probably the Chicago movie, I would say. Oh whoa! What about uh, the movie that is called Chicago? I don't know. It's just isn't that a musical? Yeah. What's it about? Uh, you you being the Broadway musical murder fan. intrigue showgirls. Yep, sounds like Chicago. <laughs> uh, so what else? Maybe other maybe the movie cities? maybe Ferris Bueller. Hey, isn't uh what's that movie called? Uh, Paul Newman and Robert Redford pulling off a heist together. Or a con. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Gosh, it has a really simple name. Not the Dirty Dozen. No. I think that might also be... The Sting. Yeah, isn't that also in Chicago? I don't know. I don't know. I, I barely remember the name. Well... Hmm. Well, this has been movies. Row, we don't know with Tim and Catherine. <laughs> My point was about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It, it is one of, let's say, ten Chicago movies, and the Ferris wheel also made its debut in Chicago. That is, that is when it was birthed into the world by one John Ferris, who was actually uh, an engineer in uh, Pittsburgh for the World's Fair, right? For the World's Fair, the Columbian Exposition in the late 1800s. Is that the one that had a murderer? Yes, <gasps> from that book. Oh my gosh. Did you read this book? No, I didn't read the book. <laughs> what am I, crazy? Um, okay. What am I, literate? <laughs> oh, yeah, <right. laughs> You know I can't read. No, but that guy was crazy. That murderer? So crazy. You would have to be to murder people at a World's Fair. Mm. So well, he wasn't. He wasn't so much. I mean, so I'm reading this book right now, which oh, is probably okay. why we're talking about Ferris wheels. Oh yeah, um, that's probably. <coughs> yes. Um, <laughs> seems likely. Uh, and the book is weird because it sort of just talks about this crazy murderer dude who happened to be in Chicago at the time of the World's Fair, and he probably visited it a few times, but he wasn't like the World's Fair murderer. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> go on. Um, he was he was a special kind of crazy. Though. I don't I don't I don't know about this book. It's just like I'm reading about them building the World's Fair. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of crazy and cool and interesting. And then they're like, oh, and then he, uh, you know, locked this lady in a specially designed gas cavern or gas vault that he built and listened as she suffocated. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm reading this. <sighs> oh, you don't like super or super. Serial killer-like stories? No, that's a lady thing. Ladies like that for some what? reason. What? No, dudes like I'm it positive. too, right? Ladies. Yeah, ladies. We're all fascinated with dudes? them. Dudes? No, dudes like Tom Clancy books. Oh, okay. Thank you, Captain Generals. Do you have anything else you want to impose on us? Yeah, no, well, I think we should just recap. Dudes like uh, sort of strategic-based uh, murdering. <laughs> sort of uh big plans teams stuff like that ladies like single men taking advantage of women and uh uh killing them in really gross ways yeah right that's why we have the lifetime network and i'm not order. fond of that no i would not say that 
<laughs> Not sure that's adequate. I also don't think uh, men like killing large groups of people. Hmm. I feel like you've just never had a serious conversation with a man. Oh, I probably haven't. I don't know any men. That's what I get for living oh, in a nun's a con- convent. Yeah, but, you know, the plus side is, is, is you get to... I don't know. Pray there a lot. are no plus sides to living in a nun's That's convent. Nice. What about the amazing view of the Austrian hills? Alps. No, I Whatever. live in an underground nun's convent in Seattle. Oh, what are those sewer nun's convents? The only men I get to see are the guys who come by on the underground tour. <laughs> and they're just like, ugh, they're wearing socks with sandals. They're tourists. tourists. They have their little quackers from Ride the Ducks. It's gross. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. Well, uh, I think we have a number of, of uh, things to button up, and uh, maybe we should take care of those so we can be back on topic when we come back on the Fail Podcast talking about Ferris wheels. I used to roll a Chevrolet until I had to step my game up. Now I roll a Benz, throwing up my middle finger. Laughing, smashing past your ass, traffic switching lanes, and your girl was trying to tap you just to ask. Hello, we're back on the Doom to Fail podcast, talking about the Ferris wheel. Uh, so as we as we ascend on our, in the first half of the ride, boy, that was a long line. That was a really long line. Good thing we had so much to tell each other about. Yeah, well, and I got to eat all that cotton candy, which. Felt good at the time, but now I'm kind Are of. Are you feeling it. a little sick? Yeah, but I still feel like it was worth it. I'll report back. As, <laughs> oh, as, great! As we go around this big circle, I think circle. your vomit will report back to me as we ride the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. You will hear the report of I the vomit. I think I might feel it too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, apparently when the Ferris wheel was first built. People were immediately did not believe it would like be structurally significant. It wasn't vomiting was not the issue. It was dying. It was everything careening down and a wheel rolling through downtown to Chicago, destroying everything in its sight. That was the major concern. Well, yeah. How many times have we seen that in a movie? Uh, hmm. I remember a Simpsons episode. That Simpsons episode, it was in uh, Daywatch. There was a Ferris wheel what? that rolled down the street and killed a lot of people. No, there yeah. wasn't. No way. <laughs> yeah, there was. Gosh, what a show. I think I missed out on a lot not watching that. No, no, no. The movie Daywatch. The movie. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Bigger budget. You can really, <laughs> really destroy some Ferris wheels and downtown cityscapes with a movie budget. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, I guess it's not, it's not movie hour anymore. That was the first segment, wasn't it? I mean, don't... Uh, I mean, it is movie hour. Mm, that's true. We did really under-promise on that. Or over-promise. We really did. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, I think we've over-promised on a lot of things in this podcast, and... Oh, well. <laughs> yep, yep. When you've got some leverage, you can come talk to me. A uh, uh, cranky man with cigar who demands that the podcast be better. They always have cigars. These... Are you still having those hallucinations, Tim? <laughs> yes, and I refuse to let it stop. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, now that we're on this Ferris wheel, what did you want to tell me? 
something very important, right? Yeah. Um. So, I'm really glad we waited till we got in the Ferris wheel to talk about this because I kind of wanted to have you trapped for like an hour or so. But um. Oh, great. Yeah, it's a really slow-moving Ferris wheel. <laughs> this Ferris wheel kind of blows. <laughs> well, have you ever, ever ridden like the London Eye? Like it's that really big one. No, I've never ridden it. I think it's... Is it really slow? I think it's a half-hour rotation. It might be... I'm not positive. Oh, wow. It's very long. It's also very high, though. It's mostly like a sightseeing God. thing. You know, once you're up there, you kind of just... I mean, why would you want to go down right away? You get to look at the view of London. What if you were stuck on there with, like... What if you broke up with someone while you were on the London Eye? <laughs> well, hopefully... How awkward would that be? Hopefully that person has the foresight to... Wait till you're on the descend side of the wheel to be like, and it's over. <laughs> so then it's only 15 minutes with your now X. Yeah, or I mean, you could wait till you're three quarters, maybe. So seven and a half minutes. This is all very long, though. I don't know why I'm... It's it, yeah. the, the other thing is, it's like, I don't know, 30 bucks to ride the Lun and I? Like, why are you paying that if you're just going to break up with them? That's a dollar a minute. Yeah. That's like phone sex rates. <laughs> Is that phone sex rates? I don't think I've ever looked closely at phone sex rates. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't looked into it. I could see Sorry. it being a dollar. I will look into it next time. Isn't that, isn't, I feel like, no, I guess it's really more strip clubs. Strip clubs are the providence of the Pacific Northwest. Not necessarily phone sex. They outsourced all I the phone sex. <laughs> I have learned a lot. You didn't know that strip clubs was like a real PNW thing? Uh, no. No, I didn't. Mm. Nobody had told me. Missing out. Think of all the sleazy, depressing places you could have gone. <laughs> I know, right? I've missed out on so much. <laughs> so, uh, now that we're on this Ferris wheel, um, well, I guess before, before I tell you my terrible secret, uh, I want to know how you feel about Ferris wheels. Is this, is this your go-to ride? Your, I don't want to go on that ride? Where, where? Oh, it's kind of my go-to. I love Ferris wheels. Really? I think they're so fun. Oh, gosh. I hope I don't ruin your impression of Ferris wheels when I tell you my dark secret. <laughs> oh, man. I love that this episode has a teaser set at the end. <laughs> it's like, at the end of this episode, <laughs> one of these hosts will die. You're ruining it. <laughs> Did you ever read uh, The Monster at the End of This Book? I think it was Grover. It's a Sesame Street uh, book. No. Oh, I have never read that. Oh, the whole book. It's it's very uh, introduction to uh, meta storytelling and breaking the fourth wall for three-year-olds. It's <laughs> it's a picture book where Grover tells you not to flip to the end of the book because there's a monster at the end of the book and you shouldn't. And then every page you turn, he tries to prevent you like even harder and he tries to like hold the page back. And then at the end of the book, it turns out the monster's Grover. Because Grover's a monster. I don't know if you knew that. They're all monsters. <laughs> Tim, I want you to do a podcast where you review children's books. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> so I would really enjoy that. I think I would enjoy that, actually, too. That seems like a lot of fun. Just a trip to the library, knock out ten in a row. Yeah, seriously. They would all, all be like ten minutes each. What makes you, um, what makes the Ferris wheel your go-to ride? Are you, are you, you're not a fan of the big shaky roller coasters or, or God forbid the rotor where it spins real fast and sucks you against the wall? Oh no, not at all am I a fan of those. Yeah. 
I don't know. I I don't really see the point of big awful rides with lots of shaky thingies. Mm. Yeah, sh- uh, at roller coasters and what have you. Oh, see, I like roller coasters. Just shaking is like, yeah, it's a little too much for me. But uh, a roller coaster, now that's an adventure. That's that's an adventure. Ugh. Yeah. It's such a manufactured adventure, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I hate myself for not liking them, and so they get into this whole, like, self-hate issue, and I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, well, me neither. So thank God we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> no, I think manufactured adventure, I mean, that's, that's really interesting, because now I, I feel like uh, being the people that we are, we, we tend to look down on manufactured adventure, and I'm, like, much more likely to go... Uh, you know, go out in the woods and that'll be a lot of fun and camp and that'll be a fun adventure than go to an amusement park where it's expensive and hot and the food isn't very good. Um, I mean, the food's not very good camping either, but at least it's cheap. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Roller coasters are scary, and I don't like them. Is that okay? Yeah, no. If I just if I just come out and say that I was trying to pussyfoot around it, and I'm just going to set that aside and say that roller coasters are scary, and I don't like them. I think that's fine. I think you should you should be proud of the strong woman you are. Thank you. I will be. All right. Well, so the other thing, though. All right. Now that we've passed the uh, the high talking moment of the podcast, you know the moment um <laughs> prerequisite <laughs> yeah no we have to it's in our contract our contract with the guy hey with the tim cigar. hey Catherine. how many pokemon do you think we could fit in this <laughs> podcast how many pokemon could a reasonably sized ferris wheel carry <laughs> well i would say i mean it depends on the pokemon yeah. right so we have to find an average size of pokemon Figure out a distribution. Obviously, we're not putting any onyxes on here. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, the onyx probably would, like, be part of the structure of the Ferris wheel or possibly, I don't know, turning it somehow. Yeah, it could be like the, it could be like a Ferris wheel with one crank on it and then the uh, the onyx can just turn the crank. Yeah, it kind of seems inhumane. In Pokemon. For the Onyx? Yeah. What if the Onyx is really excited to give his fellow Pokemon a ride, like it so often is? Yeah, it does seem pretty into that. I don't know. It must be weird being so much bigger than your peers. You know, like, I'm pretty tall, but, like, I don't think I could hang out with people who are, like, six inches tall. I think you would make do if you had no other option. Yeah, I suppose I would. I mean, I... I, Right? Like, not... You wouldn't be able to hang out with everybody, obviously, because some people would be biased, but you'd have some... Some bros. Do you think, like, people would hate me for being so big? Some people would, but not everybody. You would find people who would want to talk to you. Yeah, I guess you can't please everybody no matter what size you are. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Well, tune in uh, in a couple of seconds for the descent of this very long Ferris wheel. When we come back on the Doom to Fail podcast. It's hard for her to hear you when I got my engine revving while you're spending time worrying about the price of gas. I got the pedal to the metal rolling twice as fast. With no destination in particular, just keeping it vehicular. Peace sign with the missing lines, the insignia. Screeching ties when I leave the spot is my signature. You couldn't run me off the road if you drove a pickup truck. Give it a smooth when I come through. On two O's, two holes in the front two. What you gonna do when I'm coming to cool? I'm on that two miles an hour so everybody sees you. We are back on the Doom to Fail podcast, talking about 
Ferris wheels, the great invention by John Ferris, the late John Ferris. I mean... Oh, did he pass away? Yeah, I mean, very few people live to be 200 years old these days. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Mm. Don't worry, he contributed. He, uh, so you're familiar with the Eiffel Tower, right? Uh, yes, I am familiar with the Eiffel Tower. How familiar? Tower. Tell me everything about it. Uh, let's see. It was originally made of copper, and it was a gift from Paris to, uh, the U.S., and mm-hmm. there's a plaque on it that says, give me your tired, your huddled, your poor masses, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's the Eiffel Tower? I think so. Um, although, I thought it had a riddle. Um, what was it? Uh, what goes on, on, uh, four legs, two legs, three legs? You know that one? Oh, the Sphinx. Or no, it's a man. That's the Sphinx's riddle. Yeah, no, it's... Oh, I get it! We're doing a bit! (laughs) (laughs) I love it when I can't do bits. (laughs) Believe it or not... (laughs) Wait, (laughs) let's backtrack. Were you... You know you were talking about the Statue of Liberty, right? Yeah, I I did know that. (laughs) Okay. This is uh, phenomenal miscommunication. I think the listeners understood everything going on better than we did. Um... Where are we? <laughs> Somewhere in Paris? Mm. It's uh, 1880-something. Uh, yeah, we're in Paris. You wanted to tell me something about the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower, Tower was uh, cr- designed and uh, built, not by, by hand, by workers, presumably, by a man named Eiffel, right? Uh, and it was for the Paris Exposition, a different World's Fair that preceded the Columbian Exhibition uh, in Chicago, oh. yes. And the Ferris wheel was built as a direct answer to the Eiffel Tower. At the time, the Eiffel Tower was the tallest building in the world. and Or tallest structure. I guess it's not really a building. And they thought, okay, we need to come up with something better because our fair has to be, like, way awesomer than the Paris one. Yes. And they asked for... Uh, uh, they asked for proposals from just anyone who's willing to give any. And everyone thought, like, you know what? I'm just going to build a taller tower than that one. That will show them, including <laughs> including Eiffel himself sent a proposal on that said, like, it was basically designs for a slightly taller Eiffel Tower. It was it was pretty close to the same thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. But here's my favorite proposal that did not get picked up was... Okay, yeah. I forget how tall it was. It was some absurd height, like 5,000 feet or something, at a time when, like, 1,000 feet was the highest. Uh, and the idea was you'd go up this tower, you'd like see the sights, it'd look really cool. And then we would connect a series of, uh, essentially zip lines or no, no, not even zip lines. It was like, uh, toboggan <gasps> sleds and, <gasps> and people would not like tobogganing down. Sounds great. But this guy's plan, yes. I mean, crazy, but great. This guy's plan was because visitors would be coming from all over the country. They would toboggan all the way home. So they would toboggan from Chicago to New York City, or to Atlanta, or to Wait, Minneapolis. What? Well, it was going to be a really high tower, Catherine. And so, <laughs> I guess you would just sort of sit in a toboggan for three days? I, I don't understand exactly what he thought would work out here. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen, uh, I mean, certainly nothing that crazy, but I have seen engineering proposals that are insane like that, and... It always amazes me that nobody, like, really thinks these things through. But I guess they happen. I don't know. Lots of things seem impossible when they're first suggested. That one seems particularly so. But 
Yeah, I think you're right. And I am definitely guilty of not giving these uh, these proposals their due credit. Mm. But more often than not, I am justified. Are you are you uh, are you sort of a, an old curmudgeon when it comes to uh, tech proposals? You sort of look at it and go like, "That's oh not God. how it's done," and then you throw it away. I mean, okay, so I have been working for like a little bit over a year now, so frankly, I don't really know how it's done. Mm-hmm. So no reason for that to I am stop not you. qualified to be like, that's not how it's done. But I am qualified to be like, I don't think that'll work because of X, <laughs> Y, and Z reasons. They can be overcome. Look at the Hyperloop. That's uh, that's up there with what the What Hyperloop? There is no Hyperloop. <laughs> what are you talking about? It, it was built uh, in the past couple of days. Oh, it was? <clears throat> oh, probably not. Sweet. I mean, I haven't checked. Well, oh, oh okay. Go check. Included in the realm of things people thought were technically impossible was the Ferris wheel. People just didn't even think it was going to get be able to work at all. <laughs> well, I don't know why, because the Ferris wheel, it seems like it, it was a thing that could have happened. Right? I don't know. I don't think people were ready for giant moving things, essentially. Like, I mean, this, yeah. the spoke itself was, uh, gosh, I, it weighed some many hundreds of tons or something. Just like the big axle that it was all going to spin around on. Right. And it was powered by, like, a bunch of steam engines and stuff that had to be set far away. I don't know. The whole thing seems a little crazy to me. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I bet it wouldn't work. I don't think they should build it. This Ferris wheel will bankrupt the entire fair, not to mention kill hundreds. Yeah, so, like in Daywatch. <laughs> I can't believe... Oh, so dumb. What, the movie Daywatch? Yeah, I mean, just uh, just that that's what happened. I don't think, I don't know. They, surely they designed Ferris wheels to never let that happen. Like, there's just no mechanical way for it to pop off and then roll down the street, right? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a Ferris wheel at the top of a hill. Maybe there's zoning issues around that. Mm, that's true. This is this area is zoned for, uh, for teacups only. <laughs> Or the swings. <laughs> and Matterhorn. I mean, it's a it's a mountain, so it's not going to go anywhere. The Matterhorn. Yeah. What is that? That's a Disneyland thing, right? Well, you said teacups. Right. Well, the teacups they get around. I've ridden non Disney branded teacups. Whoa, seriously? Yeah. Right. Whoa. I mean, I hope I didn't just get anybody in trouble. Have some lawyers uh, <laughs> pounding on their door. <laughs> uh yeah, they probably will. So good job, yeah. Tim. Way to ruin well, no, children's no. fun everywhere. No, I got an answer. I know how you deal with this. If you're a proprietor of a theme park of some kind and lawyers from Disney are coming to get you, just situate on the way in, but not near the actual entrance, one of those hot nut stands that like roasts the nuts and puts cinnamon sugar on it because no one can resist that smell. And they'll walk over there and they'll never make it inside <laughs> to serve you with papers. But then you won't get any customers. Mm, that's true, but you'll sell a lot of nuts, and I mean the prices, as I've said, are ridiculous. You know what you got to do? You got to put it in front of your office, so they yes, see it. They know sense. it's there. That's fine, but <laughs> they can't make it to talk to you. <laughs> no, I think that's the that's the thing to do. I might consider this in my everyday life, just whenever anybody gives me any trouble. Yeah, if I get like an irate email, even just like FedEx them some uh, hot roasted nuts. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm, no one's going to get upset. Yeah, that sounds oh, good. Nuts. Maybe we should go get some. 
what do we think? Do we think, uh, let's see. Well, we're almost on the end of this Ferris wheel ride, and I think I'm going to go get some nuts. Yum. So, uh, okay, I'm really jealous of your nuts. Can I go get some, too? Oh, you you should come with. And, uh, and by nuts, I don't mean, like, testicles. I mean, like, just, just like, peanuts. Are we clear? Oh, well, well I guess we're just going to have to go to different kiosks. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> zing. Freeze frame. Just, just earn this one an explicit rating. In the meantime, uh, I can't really remember what my dark secret was due to uh, nuts. I guess so we'll have to it. save it for next time. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. to hear more about the dark secret that may or may not ever be told to Catherine, come on back next week for the Doom to Fail podcast. And until then, that's Catherine Cogart over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Take me home, I'm feeling stressed Put down your phone and I'll tell you what's happening next Honey, you're passing the test She sees what she wants to see